Hey guys, what's up? It's Corey from Lean Green Dad Radio. Today is episode 78, and we're talking about saving money. Saving money as family, saving money as kids, and really how to teach them how to be financially responsible. All that's coming up, so stay tuned. We are on Lean Green Dad Radio, episode 78. Let's go. everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. From sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Lean Green Dad Radio, the podcast that provides fuel for families. And now, here's your host, Corey Warren. What's up, my friends? It's Corey. How's it going? So hopefully you're having an awesome week. This is me. This is Corey. I am your host for Lean Green Dad Radio, and so glad that you are here because today we're talking about a very, very important thing, and that is saving money. Not only for our kids, but for our families. It's it's just one of the most important things that we could possibly do. So today I've welcomed my friends from Insight Credit Union. They are sponsors of Lean Green Dad. They are on board. We did a great little video of my daughter opening her first savings account. And today we're talking to Jennifer Mendez. Jennifer is a branch manager for a couple different branches and just really wonderful to talk to. So hopefully you will get a lot of good information from her. I know I walked away with a couple different things on how to get our kids to keep, invest, donate, and save money through a program that they have at Insight. Now, they are local to Central Florida, but the information in this podcast is so wonderful for a parent trying to teach their kids how to be financially responsible. All right, so before we get into that, I wanted to give a shout out to our wonderful sponsors at Smart Fitness. Smart Fitness is run by Andrew Noble. He is a good friend of mine. He is also training my wife as we speak. She is getting super buff from her working out with Andrew. The crazy thing is she only works out two times a week for 20 minutes, 20 minutes twice a week. That's all you need for Smart Fitness to work for you. So check them out. They're located again here in Central Florida. That's where our show is based out of uh, in Ocoee. And uh, Andrew is a great guy. He will work directly with you one-on-one. And when you work out at Smart Fitness, the whole place is yours. So go check them out. Their website is gosmartfitness.com. You can get a free one-hour consultation with Andrew. Again, that is gosmartfitness.com. All right, so let's get into this thing. Uh, Again, Jennifer Mendez is our guest. She is a branch manager, wonderful person. She has two young kids. They are 9 and 11, and she not only shares some of the things that she does with her family, but also some of the great initiatives and things that Insight does uh, as a financial institution, and uh, it's going to be great. So stay tuned. Here we go. My interview on episode 78 of Lean Green Dad with Jennifer Mendez of Insight Credit Union. Here we go. Hey, everybody. What's up? Welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. Here we are, and uh, we're super excited because today we're talking about money. And money is one of those things that can cause strife in a marriage. uh, It can cause strife in life, period. And we're here to try to make things a little bit easier. So today's show, again, we're talking about money with Jennifer Mendez from Insight Credit Union. They are a local credit union here in Central Florida that I work with from time to time. So Jennifer, welcome to the show. 
Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, we're so glad. I understand that you are actually in your car outside of the branch. Is that true? Yes, it is true. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for the dedication. I know that you're a busy lady. Uh, you're, you know, in charge of multiple branches at times, uh, and you're all over the place. And I just wanted to have you here to chat about, you know, first of all, savings as a family and kind of where to start, where to get your financials all all set and together. But then also on top of that, saving for our, our little kids and uh, and how important that is and, and how you kind of feel about, you know, having your kids start a saving plan. I know that they're very young, just like mine. So before we get started, let's have you chat a little bit about what Insight is. Tell, tell people about Insight who might not know about the credit union. Sure, sure. Um, well, Insight Credit Union, we are a um, nonprofit financial institution. That's pretty much the the main difference between uh, ourselves being a credit union versus other commercial banks. Um, you know, we're very community driven. Our our motto is people helping people, and and we do that not just in house indoors with. Um, whether it's lower loan rates or higher higher yield returns on um you know for dividends on savings, but we we do it out in the community too. So we provide a lot of financial seminars, um, you know, just kind of getting that financial literacy out in the community. So a successful yeah community. I've right? never heard. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I've never heard of a nonprofit credit union. Are you guys one of the only ones in the country, or are there a couple others? No, um, that I know of, all credit unions are not-for-profits. So, you know, originally we all started as kind of um, having select employee groups. Um, I'll give you us as an example, you know, years and years ago, I mean, I've been with the credit union almost nine years, so we're talking a few decades behind. We started as kind of the local telephone credit union. We provide financial services just for the employees of the local um phone company so um so most credit unions started that way and then through time just kind of evolved into serving the community at large rather just the select employee groups and you guys are just focused on the central florida area right you cover how many counties in central florida oh the counties i want to say it's around 12 or 13 counties um we've added a few last year um, but it's definitely Central Florida, mainly in Orange Lake, Seminole, Marion, um, Citrus, Volusia, and those areas. Nice. Yeah, that's a wide smattering of coverage for sure because, I mean, there's so many people all around that, that obviously need good financial institutions. And um, you know, I, I bank with a, a bank that's kind of virtual um, but my daughter has a credit union account. She started her first savings account, and we had a little video that we did where she went in and opened it up. And it was very, very easy. Um, can you can you talk a little bit about the the savings accounts for kids? How old do you have to be, and what's is there a minimum limit or anything like that? Sure. Um, well, we only require a five dollar um, deposit for the share account with the credit union, right? So. Your little one can come in, bring $5 with her, and she can establish her membership with us. So there isn't a, um, you know, $20 minimum, $100 minimum, like other institutions. Uh, all you all you require is the five. Um, really any age, right? So as long as the minor has um, their legal guardian um, or a grandparent with them, they can go ahead and 
get the membership started. So we've had we've had newborns as old as, you know, maybe eight or nine weeks as soon as they get that social number, you know, um, all the way up to the teens right before they're an adult. So there really isn't an age limit um, as far as youth account goes. For us, we do have a age limit for a checking, um, but that's just because, you know, there's a lot of other regulations that come with having the debit card and really drafting, you know, but yeah, of course, of course. Now, why, why is it so important to get them started young? Uh, you know, I mean, eight weeks, obviously, they don't know that they have an account. But with my my daughter, you know, she was seven years old when we started it. Why is it so important to teach them about that financial responsibility so young? Well, I mean, really, if if it wasn't for uh, I'll use my kids for as an example, I started theirs when they were little too. They didn't know they had one. Right. Um, but we've put certain practices in place now where they're more aware of money itself. It's not just a luxury. It's not just something that mom and dad have, you know, it's something that they have, they can obtain and they can use. Um, and really the, the younger they learn this, the better they are in, in adulthood. I mean, the financial seminars that we kind of uh, partake in in the community, it's amazing how many times we hear folks that never learned how to, you know, balance a checkbook or don't really understand, although they have a debit card, don't really understand how, you know, how it, how it happens behind the scenes. So teaching mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's it's vital for, you know, for them being able to manage their finances in their adulthood. So give me a situation. You're, you, you know, this happens to me all the time. I walk into Target and it's, it's my daughter's favorite place to go because she gets to look in the toy section, whether it be the princess section or the random toys or whatever. And then my son chimes right into, and before I know it, they're taking over the toy section. And they're screaming, I want this. I want this. It's only $20 or it's only $5. I really want this so bad. Please, please, please. So how do you navigate those waters as a parent? How do you get them to you know, help develop that understanding of money? Well, you know, um, I think I did it like every other parent did in the beginning. You know, mine are kind of in the late stages of elementary school now. But um, but a few years ago, Insight actually kind of um, got involved in a, in a in a kid savings kind of um, educational program. And the acronym is called KIDS, right? So I've literally started using this at home and it helps me. So we're, we're not target shoppers. We normally just go to the mall and just kind of whatever's there. But um, but it has helped with those type of interactions. Um, so my kids, right, they, well, kids itself, right? It's K-I-D-S. And I've taught them this really when I learned it because I thought it was so important um, for them to kind of understand it's not just $5. It's not just $2, right? <laughs> You've got to mm-hmm. work for that first. Um, so I taught them kids, which is keep, invest, donate, and save, right? So every letter has a meaning. And, um, you know, my kids kind of, they they don't do just the basic chores to kind of get an allowance of anything, you know, of any sort. There's nothing that's promised to them. And if it's taken time to get them to understand that, right? Um, uh-huh. But along with just kind of doing their, their regular home duties, um, I award them for good behavior, you know? Um, anything from thank you to to your welcomes to them, witnessing them sharing with each other, because I have a, a, you know, a boy and a girl. Um, 
or giving each other compliments or giving mommy and daddy compliments, you know, things for good behavior, they, they kind of rack up in, in, in points per se. And that's how they're able to get their, their allowance, right? So out of their allowance, my, my son is not a good saver, but my daughter is. <laughs> out of their allowance, they know that, hey, um, we're going to go up to the mall today. So if, if you have anything in your keep section, right, then you can take that with you because if you find something that you want, you'll be able to buy it. Remember, you have to save for this kind of stuff because I'm not just going to buy you anything. So over time, for us, it's helped out, you know, where they go in and my son's like, hey, I want this soccer ball. Well, did you bring some of your money with you? No. Well, I told you where we were going, right? So those mm. conversations are easier for us because we've kind of put that practice in place over the last two or three years. But so, do they actually, does it actually resonate with them? Like, okay, because when you're in the moment, you're headed to the mall, of course you wish you had more money. You know, my daughter does, my kids do activities for cho- or chores for their money. They have to earn their money. So very similar to you, just like, I have to associate it with chores because we've got, you know, five people living at this house, three kids. It's like, it's crazy. So um, they put back their own clothes. Uh, my daughter will clean toilets and stuff like that. Cause she actually likes doing it. Um, but, you know, um, somebody will run the vacuum, stuff like that. And each time they do it, they earn. Uh, we actually give them a dollar if they do something that's pretty huge. And, you know, if I say, you know, you're going to earn a dollar for vacuuming. It's it's a pretty significant vacuuming job. So um, the max they can ever earn is like f- $4, I think. And um, if they if they earn $4 in one week, then that is great. They have that money. They can either choose to spend it that week or they can um, uh, save it, you know. And so it's up to them. So for every $5, we make them save $1. So $1 goes into her inside account for every $5 she earns. That's where I get the $4 from. So, um, you know, I, I guess what I'm asking is how do you how do you get those situations when they are in the heat of the moment versus they're, they're not headed to the mall, they're not doing anything special? How do you get them to understand and correlate the two? Is it just kind of open communication with them? Absolutely, 100% of the time. You know, there, there are times where... Um, because we do kind of bring in the good behavior piece too all, with it. If my son says, you know, hey, I want that soccer ball, but I I only brought $8 with me. That's all I had, you know, but I know that he's kind of, he's got, he's had a great week, not just at home, but at school. You know, I'll say, you know what? I recognize that your behavior was this way. You know, I, I, I saw the letter your teacher wrote and you really you really pushed the extra mile. So I'll go ahead and I'll cover the extra two dollars for this ten dollar soccer ball or I'll use that on the opposite end. Well, you know, I would help you, but you didn't do X, Y, Z, you know. So the first Mm -hmm. is right. They're going to want to state their case. Well, please, please. Oh, yeah. But um, it, it just creates that. You just have to create that habit when they know that mommy and daddy are not joking. Right. You know, mm-hmm. they're going to know where, where those limits are and how they can how they can push to really get that extra dollar or two out of you. <laughs> so we talked about the and I love this kids program. Keep, invest, donate and save. Um, how do you how do you teach them how to save? I know that's the last one, but 
you know, with us, again, it's like for every $5 you save one, what do you guys do in your house to get them to understand how to save money? Well, um, the save part, we kind of uh, contribute that to the short-term stuff, you know? Like, you want that, you want that, uh, we have the Wii U system, you know, we don't do the Xbox or none of those things, because my kids are younger. Um, But, you know, the Wii U game can be $50, Right. <laughs> so right. That, that's that's not a that's not included in that weekly budget there. Right. So, <laughs> so they've got to save for that. Um, so I, I try to help them understand that saving is a short term. You know, we can really we you can really get this item if you stay focused and you and you save for it. Um, uh, like my daughter, she likes the American Girl dolls, you know. So she's got to save for those things. My kids, since they, they're, they're 9 and 11, um, try to give them a little more than, you know, it, it's more for their, their weekly assignments rather than per chore, you know. Mm-hmm. So for them, they're able to save a little faster, you know. Um, but they, they, under, they have to, and again, it just takes that consistency with really understanding, you know, if you really want this, then you're going to put in the time that, you know, you're going to invest in that time and, and, and save as much as you can. So, um, Oh, that's amazing. And what, what do you guys have for chores or not, not chores, but weekly assignments? What are the types of things that they are able to do at nine and 11 years old? Um, you know, the, the things don't change that drastically from when they're smaller to, to now, you know, they have their bedroom. They need to keep clean. We make, um, our beds every single morning. That's a requirement. I know some folks don't care. But that's huge, you know. Um, they've got their bathrooms. They've got to clean the um, the the living space, like the family area space. Um, they're responsible for that area as well. So when I say that, I mean more like making sure that the tabletop is cleared off, the countertop is cleared off, that there there aren't just random things on the floor. And then we have the pets, right? We've got the dog and the bird. They've got to feed them. So. Um, and funny enough, I know this may sound a little weird, but they get credit to go outside and play. <laughs> um, no way. That's amazing. It gives you some peace and quiet to cook dinner or something. Well, yeah, that and, you know, it, it's so easy for the kids to get wrapped up in all this technology stuff, you know, mm. um, and us as parents, right, just kind of getting that peace and quiet because they are using their toy Right. Um, so right. give them credit to go play outside and ride their bike and, you know, just go hang out and do stuff. So there, oh. there's several ways for them to kind of get, um, you know, to build up their savings. I love that. And I, I don't know if you've experienced this, but my son has so much energy that as a boy, like, dude just needs to run it out. And I'm like, all right, buddy, let's go on the porch first thing in the morning. Let's do some jumping jacks. Let's run around. And it's just like get rid of some of that energy because they get enough sleep. I mean, sleep with kids is so vitally important at our house and we just make sure that they get enough sleep and they wake up and they're fully charged, ready to go. And uh, I just got to get some of that energy out. So I must say, I love the idea of giving them some credit and some positive reinforcement for getting outside and playing. That That's amazing, especially in this age of technology. Mm. Well, um, let's talk about technology. What do you guys have um, as far as insight? 
as far as technology goes, you know, with technology and banking, it's like in the old days, people would show up to the bank and they would cash their check or they would deposit it. Nowadays, you don't even have to go to the branch to do a lot of things. You can do a lot of things virtually. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah, there's um, a multitude of options, right? Anything from um, providing the direct deposit where folks can have their money credited to their account. They don't have to walk in and, and sign that check, you know, uh, wait in line. Um, or even the remote deposit capture. Folks that do still may get paper checks and they have a smartphone, they're able to snap the picture of their check and push a few buttons and it, you know it gets deposited into their checking or their savings. Um, so those are options as far as credit goes. You know, and, and, and then debit options, some have been around for a while. You know, you've got the debit card, you've got electronic, um, cashing options where companies like your utilities, you know, might be able to just auto debit the account. Um, you don't have to sit down at your kitchen table and, and write out, you know, eight or nine checks for your monthly bills anymore. You can do that all online with uh, bill payer programs, whether those are set up automatically or you just go in every time you want to pay something. You know, so I mean, yeah. the virtual world now has just, it's, it's just amazing. It's a huge time saver, that's for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I think that it's really, really great. Um, let's talk about donating. So how do you get your kids to understand donating to those who need uh, money, funding, help, support? How do you get that into their little brains? That one, I think, was the hardest for us. Um, mm. Because since we started a little early for them, um, but because with insight specifically we do so much um volunteerism in the community i think that helped us a little bit in the process because they've come with me to you know food banks and helping organize food um, anywhere from attending really for life and helping collect donations you know for the um uh, the cancer societies and things like that so that was a little challenging for them but um when i broke it down in a more simpler format it it really helped. Um, so I, I we kind of do this whole, when we say donate, we say either you're going to, um, you know, give a monetary something to an organization or something, someone in need, or you're going to do something good for them. So um, it, when I, when we added that piece to it, it kind of helped them understand a little bit that, you know, hey, we might not, all of us, right? Not just the kids, but we might not be able to always provide a financial assistance to those in need, but we can lend a helping hand and that can be, yeah. you know, just as effective, if not something yeah. better. Um, That's amazing. That's amazing. We have the truck around our neighborhood that we'll call a random nonprofit and ask them to come by and pick up some of our goods that are gently used that my kids are not really interested anymore. You know, they go through these phases and there's tons of stuffed animals they've never even touched that uh, we donate that that kind of helps them understand okay this is going to a little boy or girl who doesn't have anything you know and and they seem to understand that more than the donating of money um, but still there's a place for it I think it's probably more the parents responsibility to understand donating uh, than it is the kids as far as money is concerned but well, talk to me about the, uh, oh go ahead just to throw this in, my um, she she's so funny because 
especially in the summer, we spend a lot of time at the beach and, you know, we stay the weekend at the hotels. Um, so she's one that, um, and I know this will get some laughs, but she does the collecting of the soap and the shampoo little bottles, right? Those things. <laughs> and, um, but she does it because she makes the little sandwich bags and she puts those in the sandwich bags. And, um, you know, she likes to give them out to some of the homeless people that we see out and about. So she does that. That is so sweet. You are such a good mom, Jennifer. Oh, no, I've got great kids. It's not me at all. (laughs) Oh, well, that's amazing. That is so great. Well, how do you, how do you teach them the invest part? Is that, is that something that's really, the parents' decision to make, whether you do some kind of stock or bond or something. Um, I forget what you call those other things, the long-term certificates of, or something. Right. Well, you know, I think the invest part is kind of double-sided, right? As parents and guardians, we definitely have to think, you know, uh, 10 years out, maybe 15 years out, depending how old the kids are now, right? Um, so I think that that's definitely our part and our responsibility. But for the kids... It's more so um, letting them decide what that long-term goal is, what that long-term investment is. You know, some kids are, say they're they're in second grade, right? They know that the fifth graders have a huge field trip every year, you know? So my son, that's actually his long-term investment is um, he's been saving now for two and two years for it. And next year he'll be in fifth grade, but he's saving up for his fifth grade field trip because he wants to go wherever they're going to go. And he doesn't want me to tell him no. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's incredible. What a great idea. You know, because whether it's a field trip or like my daughter wants to go to New York. So like, because of this idea, I'm probably going to make her save X amount of dollars. I don't know, 200 bucks or something like that for New York. But whether it's a trip to New York or a field trip or an American Girl doll, it doesn't really matter at this point because when you're an adult, you have to save for those things like your car or, you know, that that fancy remodel to your home you want. I mean, it's just so incredible. And, you know, thank you for sharing that with us because I think that's what it's all about. It's about teaching them right now how to have goals, how to work towards those goals because it's just going to continue later in life. And if we set them up to say, oh, yeah, we're going to the mall, and oh, you see a dress you want? All right, mommy loves you, and we'll buy it for you, little girl. It's like, what is that teaching them? It's not teaching them anything, and that's our job as parents to teach them how to be little people that grow into adults. So kudos to you. Right, and then that as an adult, they've established those behaviors already. It's just for different purposes. Uh, I love it. Well, Jennifer Mendez, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, where can we find you? Where can we find insight online? I know that you guys are uh, on the web. You've got a Facebook and a Twitter. So give those a shout out. And then I'll, of course, mention them in the show notes. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, our website is insightcreditunion.com. Um, and we are on Facebook as Insight Credit Union as well as Twitter. So um, Instagram, yeah. I think that's one of the new ones, but definitely the, the Facebook and the Twitter. So we're, we're out nice. there. We'll make sure to link all those up. And, you know, again, folks, if you are in the Central Florida area, then you got to check them out, especially for your kids. I love those, those savings account for the kids, but they also have so many other great services. I know personally, my mom has been a part of Insight Credit Union for the last 40 years. So she goes way back and they're very near and dear to my heart. I've worked with them on several different things, so I can definitely vouch for them. 
Uh, it was cool doing the video with them, but uh, they're just great people. You know, Jennifer is just a representation of all of the wonderful staff that work at Insight. And if you're not local to Central Florida, I hope that you can take away some of these gold nuggets of information that uh, she shared. I, I know I have. I've got a couple great ideas just from this show. And uh, Jennifer, thank you again for coming on, sitting in your car outside of the branch. You're cracking me up, but uh, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. No, thank you again for, for having me and listening. You know, not everybody wants to hear me gab all day long, so I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, well, have a great rest of your day. All right, thanks, Corey, you too. Hey, guys, what's up? It's Corey back in the studio. Thank you so much for making it through another episode of Lean Green Dad Radio. But hey, don't let your experience end here. Visit us online at leangreendad.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and we've even got a YouTube channel. So go check us out. It is so so rewarding and so amazing doing this show every single week and i cannot thank you enough for tuning in so until next time this is Corey from lean green dad saying go the extra mile for your family see you next week